0: Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning, afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to
1: have a good time. Hey, sis. Eat this. Hey, sis. Eat
2: this. woo Yep! Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Or should I say, ciao, sis? I think you should. Even though I'm not in Italy anymore.
1: Wow, we all long to be.
2: And
0: hey, mom. Hey, wish I was in Italy right now.
1: (laughs) I know. Well, I've missed all of your faces. We've all been traveling. Well, except mama.
0: Yeah. I haven't been traveling since I went to LA. I've been very busy, but I have not been traveling. She's been taking care of my pool. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. I I have chores when she's out of town, you know.
2: Well, we needed to all come together to recap the past couple of weeks because we haven't spoken that much. And yeah, there's been a lot of eating, drinking, and carrying on over the past few weeks that we need
0: to recap. There has actually been too much eating and drinking on my part because I can't get into any of my clothes right now. So, what's
2: your excuse? We were on vacation eating. You were, you I, have no su- ex-
0: I have no excuse except that. I don't know. Somehow the party keeps going. I'm still on the Christmas buffet.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> you need to be aqua jogging in my pool. No, Awkward. that's too hard. No, I've been going to I've been going to Cooper every day, but then for some reason it just the fat hadn't fallen off. So I just I hear you, sister. I know I'm going to have to really it's your summer coat, <laughs> not your yeah. winter coat. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Well, I mean, where do we
1: even begin, Courtney? Because mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't recorded in so long. I know. We... I forgot how. I know.
2: <laughs> well, why don't you start and talk okay. about some of your trips, your latest adventures? Okay. Yeah, I will. So
1: Lance was in France in his underpants. <laughs> we met in New York. Maybe, and maybe not. In his underpants. his underpants. mm we met in New York and went to the Hamptons. Our friends have a house out there, Chris and mm-hmm. Perry, and we met them. They have a gorgeous house. Oh my God, it was insane. And also Gordon, who married Lance and myself and his wife, Otsko were there and we just had the best time. But I would say the highlight was the lobster rolls every day. Every day. Oh, every day. God, I'm so jealous. They were mm. so good. On a little toasty brioche. Mm. Yes. Or like a you know, split hot dog bun. Mm-hmm. And you can either get it, you know, like the lobster salad with with the mayonnaise and the mayonnaise, celery yeah. or butter. The New England style, which mm-hmm. is butter. That's my favorite. The warm butter.
2: The just the drawn butter. I know. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, I like them both, you know? It's hard.
1: I
0: know I like them both.
1: It was really great. We had the best time. And then we came back into the city. Where we got married, La Antica Pizzeria de Michele in Los Angeles, they've now opened a restaurant in New York. So we went there for dinner with my college boyfriend, Eric Davis, and his wife, Jessica.
2: (laughs) Whitney has the ability to (laughs) always be friends with her exes. It's it's uncanny. It's true. I loved Eric. He was the cutest.
1: I know. I didn't think anybody was ever going to be able to replace him among mom and dad until Lance came along. So thankfully, but we had the best time with them, had dinner at the restaurant, had the staples like the stuffed squash blossoms with the ricotta. Mm, Yummy. Their pizza is Naples style pizza. And I don't think everybody knows exactly what that is, but there's kind of a method to eating it. You have to have what they call the three point fingers. So you have two fingers up top. And then you kind of support it with the bottom, but you fold over the point of the pizza on top mm-hmm. and you eat it like that because it's a softer pizza.
2: Yeah, I did a little of that in Italy myself. I was going to say, we, that we, ate ate that, well,
0: we ate that when we were in Rome, when we took our girls trip
2: mm-hmm. oh, with yeah. my
0: boyfriend Maurizio.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I think he taught us the. Um, he did. He did. Oh, gosh. He took I forgot us to that Yeah. We mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was so good. Well, it it was great. The restaurant's beautiful. If you get the chance. But you should also mention you're an investor in it. We are. You know, that's how we got a better deal on our wedding was mm-hmm. Francesco. Frankie was like, hey, you want the better deal? You invest. And so we were like, <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, so they now have restaurants in New York, Santa Barbara and opening in Long Beach soon. So very excited.
0: They need to put one here in Dallas. I am
1: begging them too. We, we keep our eyes peeled for, for locations. Right. Well,
2: and I will just say, just come, having come back from Italy, their pizza does rival, I mean, it's as good as the pizza it's on par. In Italy. Yeah, it's on par. Oh, good. good. Okay. That makes me feel yeah. good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: But one of the highlights of
1: our New York trip was we got to see Steve Sink. Oh, I know. Our top gay. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun with him. Him and his girlfriend, um, Rihanna, and was were in town. And we met them out at the bars and several nights. And then we went back to Antica on Sunday for brunch and met him there. And oh, he's just a riot and he's so sweet. I just adore him. I can't wait for our big reunion. We got to make that happen. Sure. We also went to a really incredible restaurant called Shimone. It's Israeli. Mm. Um, maybe from your Hebrew, Courtney, I think it means the number eight.
2: Oh, I have no idea. Ask your daughter who's <laughs>
1: going to be getting bat mitzvah next year. She knows yeah, that she one. She hasn't even
2: started Hebrew. So I, I don't oh, know. I'm going to oh have to God, Google that. She better but get yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, eight is a magical number in the Hebrew language or in the Torah or something. It's also my favorite number. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It was kismet because it
1: was such a cool environment. All the people who are there and work there, the chefs, the bartenders, the servers, like all their friends just come and hang out. It just really felt like you were at a family's party. And the food was exceptional. And Chef Nadav Greenberg is interested in coming on the podcast. I cornered him like I do (laughs) and said, hey, have you ever been on a podcast? He's like, no. And Hmm. I said, well, you're going to be on one. He says, see this. Here's your and chance. Here's
0: your and chance. And he was excited
1: about it. And he started following us. So I can't wait to have him on. Some of the highlights were they had this Jerusalem bagel, which is like not your traditional circle bagel. It was more of like an oval with sesame seeds on it. Oh, it hmm. so good. And then we also had this beet salad with a horseradish cream sauce.
2: Fantastic. I bet beets and horseradish do taste Good together. Well, it's
1: kind of like when we have
2: Passover, you know, mm-hmm. you have yep. the the red Pickled. horseradish. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. That place was awesome. Highly recommend that as well. Then after New York, we came back for a few days and then we drove to Del Norte, Colorado, which is a one-stop sign, one-stop light <laughs> city. It's mm-hmm real cute. Our friends, Jenny and Chad, Jenny's family has a ranch there and we've gone several times before and it's so fun there. It's super rustic. Did you cook for everybody? We did. We drove. So we brought the pizza oven with us. We brought the Oni pizza oven. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It was. And so we really did you make pizza crack? Oh my God, we didn't. Oh, you forgot. I don't know what we were thinking, but we we set up kind of like an assembly because we brought the pizza oven last time,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: there was a rattlesnake underneath the porch when Lance oh, yeah. was cooking. So it really overshadowed his pizzas. Right. And he didn't even want to bring the pizza oven. He was like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think people really care about it. They didn't care last year. I'm like, honey, there was a rattlesnake underneath the yeah. porch that we are trying to kill. So <laughs> didn't you kill it? All, there was it was a joint effort. We all had like long kitchen knives. I think there was a sword from somewhere.
0: God. Yeah. That was bad. Oh my god. You need a, a like a hoe a hoe, you know, a garden hoe underneath the deck or a gun. Couldn't you have just shot it? Then we would have shot up the deck though. Oh. Oh. Um.
1: <laughs> i know you
0: should have just left it alone it
1: was oh, under the porch
2: God, it's serious. You couldn't.
1: there was many many children and dogs dogs yeah it was not safe so we we set up this assembly line for the pizzas lance did a potato leek pancetta pizza mm, mm-hmm. sounds delicious it was so good then we did a sausage mushroom red onion Okay. delish. Then, you know, cheese, because all the kids will just eat cheese. I think that next time we would bring two pizzas because <laughs> 25 people, That's even though lot. it takes 90 seconds to do it. I know. But, still or Lance like...
2: is probably just like a slave to the Oni over there. Yeah. He was.
1: But, you know, he me, I made him a cocktail. He was fine. He loves it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's
0: really fun when everybody gets to make their own and put their own, you know, toppings on and everything. I think yes. people, people get more into it if they're involved in it.
1: That was really fun. Everybody loved it. And what's cool about being at the ranch is every family kind of takes a night for cooking.
2: Very mm-hmm. co-op style. It is
1: totally. Yeah. <laughs> One night there was taco night. Lance did his smoked salsa for it.
2: Mm, I'm making that tonight. <clears throat> I ate some of that yesterday for my lunch. I bought a bunch of peppers at the farmer's market yesterday that I'm going to roast and or grill and smoke. I'm going to try to attempt to put some, I might blow the house up, but I am going to (laughs) try to do some, put some wood chips on my grill and smoke the peppers so that I can make that salsa.
0: Yes. I'll report back. Speaking of peppers, I pulled up the, um, jalapeno, um, bush that I planted that wasn't supposed it wasn't supposed to be hot it was just supposed to have the flavor oh yeah and we've all all decided it was garbage really oh
2: it has no flavor I remember you talked about this on one of the other podcasts that you're growing a non-spicy jalapeno okay it has no flavor no heat oh and so
0: I just pulled it up and threw it away
1: I kind of like what's the point you know
0: I believe we did discuss this before. What's the point? I thought if it had the flavor for the people who didn't really like the heat, you -hmm. know, that it might kind of give you the flavor of that, of uh, the jalapeno, because it has a good flavor. But no. Anyway, I'll never buy another one of those. You know, it was an experiment. What can I say? Absolutely, I love it. That's cool.
1: It didn't work. (laughs) Another standout dish that was from the ranch was... In Colorado, they go fishing, and so they get a lot of trout, which I'm not a mm-hmm. huge fan of trout.
0: Oh, yeah, I love it. Really? It's too fishy mm-hmm. for me.
1: But they yeah. always smoke it in the smoker, the big tech mm-hmm. smoker. Mm-hmm. And Jenny's mom, Judy, made a trout dip. Oh, so yum. It oh yeah. It was smoked trout, but Sm- she you know, shredded up and put some mayonnaise. I think there was some cream cheese in it, and over like little Malba toast. It was so good.
0: I did that before for a party. I made a smoked trout. (gasps) trout Sounds a little like
2: dirty crawfish elegante, but with... um, um, it's not. It's it's a dip.
0: More like a tuna dip or something, but with more flavor. But it was excellent. So those
1: were kind of the food highlights. And I would say that, you know, it's never a Colorado trip without Jenny, who's a photographer, making me do a naked photo
2: shoot. In the mountains. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, girl. You get on with yourself, you exhibitionist.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, she's never liked to wear clothes anyway, all over long. I know.
1: Well, she knows I'm an easy target. And I'll be like, okay. Yeah. So that happened. And then also, we had a rattler. Another one? Yep. The kids were playing near the creek, and Charlie Jenny's oldest, who's six, comes running up. I heard the rattle. We see a snake. (laughs) And Jenny's husband, Chad, goes and grabs a shovel. Her brother, Jeff, comes out with another shovel. Chad hands me a hammer because, I mean. Everybody
2: needs a weapon.
1: Why not? (laughs) It was scary. It was striking. Like, literally, it was like striking. And you don't know how big it is or how much it can launch. How far they can go. Exactly. So, they finally, you know, got it down. And what I didn't know is that the body still moves when it's dead.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. You know, they cut the head off because it can still strike you. Yeah. Which I did not know that either.
2: Mm. It can strike you when it's not a part of its own yes. body? Because yes. it's still moving.
1: Okay. So they had the head on the shovel and they like bumped the shovel and the mouth that goes opens oh. up with the Yeesh. fangs it was crazy that's scary it well that's real
2: that's real ranch living for you right there and
1: like you know I don't like to kill anything but because of the amount of dogs and children and Mm -hmm. all of that it's just
2: did you make rattlesnake my god rattlesnake Rattlesnake yeah rattlesnake stew or rattlesnake maybe rattlesnake steak (laughs) no Tastes, tastes just like chicken no, because
1: we did slice open the belly and there was a dead rat in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I,
2: don't, I mean, I guess that's what they eat, but that just, oh, that just gives me it the willies.
1: It was disgusting. We're like, mm, that belly looks pretty big. <laughs> it was
0: pretty gross. At least it yes. wasn't like a bunny.
1: That's uh. true. And then, I mean, speaking of stomach, the night Lance made pizzas, we're watching TV in our cabin, and he's like, "My stomach hurts," and I'm like, "Oh God, okay." Well, I give him an anti nausea Pepcid, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we sleep in separate bedrooms there because the beds are like twins. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to sleep, and the next morning he's like, "I need you," and I'm like, "Oh God." He was like, not in a good way when had we had like no water in the cabin, so I go over to the main house, and they're like. Oh, Jen's not feeling well either. Another, a cousin. And we're like, oh, Oh, yeah. And one of the little boys had like thrown up the night before. We didn't think anything of it. So we're all like, we're just sitting ducks. Oh my God, who's going to get it next? It was real scary, but I managed to escape it.
2: That's good. Well, I mean, at least it was the last day of your trip. Poor Jason got COVID (sighs) halfway through our trip in Italy, which was you know, just terrible. But how did he know he had it? Just because he felt like a cold or something? Yeah, he said, I feel sick. And um, he said, and his mom, I think, had a COVID test or something. So he took it Um. and it was positive. And then the rest of the family did not want to be near us at all, which I totally understand. So basically, the last half of the trip was me and the girls kind of doing our own thing. That sounds like fun. It was, actually. I enjoyed that.
1: It was like our trip with mom to Italy, minus the drinking.
2: <laughs> yeah, <all> right. <laughs> They're a little young. Well, you know what? It reminded me of that. And it was just like every meal we got to like bond so much. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I'm I'm sad Jason had COVID, but I was like very yeah. grateful for that time with them because oh, yeah. otherwise they would have just wanted to talk to their cousins and not me. So <laughs> it was, um, I, I appreciated that little part of the trip, but uh were y'all sleeping
1: in separate bedrooms? How did you not get it?
2: Oh, no, I slept in the... Well, I was sleeping in the same bedroom with him. And then as soon as he tested, I started sleeping with the girls in all their hotel rooms. But all the hotel rooms, you know, if you've been to Europe, if it's a double bed, it's two twin beds like next to each other. So we put the beds together and (laughs) I slept in the crack. Literally, I slept in the crack between the two. And and I would have my bed most of my body on Vivi's bed, and then my head and, and chest part on Reagan's. I kind of slept in like a <laughs> diagonal. And then I would take my little Roby and put it in the middle so that in I didn't like really fall through the crack. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. But you know, I had my Xanax with me that I could take at night to really knock me out. So that was good.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. Overall, I mean, talk about good food. I mean, you just can't <sighs> get um, Nothing any better than Italy. Yeah. But but martinis, on the other hand, I did have a little I I have to talk to you about Italian martinis. So as our listeners know, you know, Whitney and I and Mom Ash, we love our dirty hay sis martini or dirty Mm -hmm. sis. I like to call it with our uh, blue cheese olives and Mm -hmm. little dirt on the side the way we Mm -hmm. do it. It's very specialized. Um, So, you know, there's a lot lost in translation there. And I just figured that. I know they're not going to have blue cheese olives there. That's just a given. Mm -hmm. So when I tried to. That would be a
1: gorgonzola olive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, that'd be the (laughs) same. Just about the same thing. I know. But I just, I got nervous. I didn't want to be an obnoxious American trying to change the order. So, you know what? I went back to the way I used to drink them a long time ago, which was just martini straight up with olives no and I would have to be specific no vermouth because they're they're used to putting vermouth mm-hmm. in all their martinis so um I I got into the rhythm of how to order it Italian style and I just did it you know straight up and I also just had a ton of Aperol spritzes that I just went with. I just went there with that, Ooh. you know, like mm. during the day, like lunchtime, I would have maybe yeah. an Aperol spritz or before dinner. Um, and I drank lots of uh, Prosecco, too, while I was yeah. there. I'm not really I don't really drink Prosecco or champagne when I'm at home. It tends to give right. me heartburn. But, you know, in Italy, it just doesn't. It, it's clean. It doesn't. I don't, it, yeah, it is clean. Um, and the wine doesn't give you oh, a hangover or anything. I know. And the
0: wine's so good. You know, the wine was so good. Well, there. I want to go back to the aperol spritz because yeah. this
1: summer I've been hearing a lot about a limoncello spritz.
2: What? Oh, yeah. This is trending. I did drink a lot of limoncello there too after yeah, dinner, right. but I have some in the refrigerator. Uh, okay, Ooh, let's make one. Let's later. do it.
0: Yeah, I do. I have a bottle in the refrigerator. I just bought not long ago. I always
2: have it in my refrigerator.
0: Limoncello
2: spritz. How do you From make what it? I, well, I'm not sure, but what I could guess
1: it would be limoncello.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: champagne or Prosecco and a little club soda because Aperol spritz yeah. is Aperol, yeah. Prosecco mm-hmm. and
2: club soda. Right. So let's try make one. I think Yum. I would like that better because I really don't love Aperol all that much. No, yeah, and, and and some of I them like I would it. have and they'd be really good. And then some of them, there'd be too much Aperol and it'd be a little too bitter. So mm, I just kind of, yeah. I, I kind of did it because it was just, when in Rome, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to have a martini with lunch. So sometimes right. I would just have an a- <laughs> Aperol spritz. Well, I know, but you know, n- nobody else in the family drinks. So I was the only alcoholic yep. on the trip. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But on a food standpoint, it was, um, it was amazing. We went, when we were in Venice, the tour was called Eat Like a Local. Okay. And it was a three okay. hour walking tour of different little places that you stop. And the first one was like, you stop in and it's literally like an appetizer place. So Mm -hmm. you can go in and get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tapas place. Yeah. uh, Yeah. There's maybe that's what you call it. There's something else. It's not tapas. The tour guide told us that, but you know, you could get anything from like one little piece of cheese to a little sandwich to all Mm -hmm. these, you know, it was like 500 different appetizers, which is cute. Do they have crostinis? They had lots of crostinis in there. So oh, I had I bet a you were but, in heaven. I was, but I didn't have a crostini there. You were only allowed to choose one. I chose a little eggplant aubergine, as they say mm. in Italy, with um, mm. parmesan and, and like a tomato sauce. But it was not good. It, it, you know, it, the food in Venice is terrible. I'm sorry. It just Ugh. is. I, It's not good. It's so touristy. Even though we were eating like a local, I really I I think this girl was getting a kickback from every place <laughs> that she took us to. And it wasn't really local places by tourist traps. It was, they're all tourist traps. Yeah, I know. Then we went to like the next stop, which was where we were going to have our main course. Mm-hmm. And before the main course, they brought out, a, you know, a, a another traditional Venetian starter, which is mm-hmm. sardines marinated yeah. in onion, vinegar, pine nuts and raisins. And I was like, mm-hmm like I just because yeah I really I don't think I like sardines but I was like you know what I'm gonna try it I'm gonna do ben it Venice. and Vivi tried mm-hmm. it and she didn't hate Ooh. it um but I took a bite of it and I tasted a bone and it just was disgusting Ugh. and it was so gross and so that was not my favorite um so I was like you know and then the pasta wasn't I mean just the whole thing wasn't good so I was like this sucks you Sounds- know
0: When we were there on our girls trip, we hated the food in Venice. It was none of it was any
2: good. It wasn't until we got out of there that it was good. Right. And then we walk on to the next place where it's like a little tiny kind of um, it's a meat and cheese shop, you know, where they serve just so you can stand outside and have meat and cheese. And so they bring out, you know, platters of it. Well, my sister-in-law and I were like looking in the window. They had, you know, pastas and like Crackers and like touristy things that you can buy, and mm-hmm. we look down and we see all of these huge bottles of limoncello in the shapes of penises. Like what? it was like a big, <gasps> big ah. penises, and our kids are kind of we're like trying to block the penises, and because we didn't need any of the questions from the kids. And then Reagan looks over, she's like, "Look at this! And it's like penis-shaped pasta." That was like, <laughs> and and it was just so disgusting. I'm like, this the locals do not drink limoncello out of penis-shaped bottles. They just don't. This no, is for the tourists. If only that's what
1: it tasted like.
2: I so I started talking, (laughs) gross. I started talking to the tour guide and, um, (laughs) and thinking, like, you know, maybe she could come on our podcast. Like, she, you know, is a foodie, clearly, you know, she seemed to know all about the food and this and that. She's like, I have a confession to make. To me, she didn't tell the group. She's like, she's like, I'm actually a vegan. I'm like, a vegan? You're a <laughs> hoax. You're a, you're doing a eat like a local food tour, taking us to all these meat and cheese and fish places, and this, and you're a penis shops, even penis shops, Like you, <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't. I was. She's so a fake.
0: A fake. <laughs> so
2: and so that you know, and coupled with our jewish ghetto tour who was christian i mean it was like everything in venice is a fraud it's well, a fraud. as mama as mama says well jesus was a jew well i know but you know when you go to the jewish ghetto and you want to in venice and you want to hear the history and the and she starts talking and my father-in-law's like are you jewish and she's like no and we're all kind of like what and then she's like but i'm <laughs> but and but then she kind of like didn't say like anti-Semitic comments, but it was more like, well, and then the Jews came in and they were whatever, you know, like it was kind of just, it was odd. It was odd. And that's all I'm saying. And I just thought that overall Venice is, I don't care if I ever go back in my life. Me either. Yeah. I love Italy, but I do not like Venice. But then we went on and everything else, all the food was just crazy good from there. But in Florence, I did go a little Courtney Christini crazy while I was there. I um, knew it was going to happen. The group I was with, um, nobody's much into like touring and museums and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So I had to break off and do that a couple of times. And one day after a museum, I went to a little like local Christini place like for lunch. And I mm-hmm. had um, this bag. You know, they have the like kind of focaccia, um, yes. crispy focaccia with... Um, It had burrata and marinated artichokes and capers Mm. on top and parsley. And it was with tons of olive oil, Alana Horowitz style, you know, and it was so good. And that was my lunch. And it was just delicious. And Mm. then I uh and then they had these little um, I also ordered a truffle uh, mushroom truffle. Like sandwich, It was like a teeny mm. little... Tea sandwich? Like a tea sandwich, but like on a kind of a brioche type of bread. Mm. Um, and just mm-hmm. like a spread. And it was mm. unbelievable. Oh, that and sounds delicious. So I sat by myself and I ate my crostini. And then um, I also had at one of these restaurants called La Giostra, Gios- I think it's called. La Giostra. It was really good. I had a chicken liver crostini. Mm. That mm, was... Yeah so freaking good and it was warm. It was warm. Mm. Oh my God, it was so good. Um, and better than, um, you know, any of the Jewish deli uh, chicken livers I have ever had here. And I love chicken liver, but this was right. something else. Yeah, yeah.
0: All the food over there is so pure and fresh. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, it mm-hmm. hasn't been sitting
2: around for a month or traveling for a month. We were at this one restaurant um, in Florence one of the guys comes up to us with a basket, a huge basket of freshly picked morel mushrooms that were the size of oh, like, oh. like, a, like a grapefruit. Wow. And we Yum. got to pick out the morels that we wanted. And then the next thing we know, they brought us like these sh- tiny shave morels, fresh, the ones we picked out with chunks of Parmesan, like, like just unbelievable with like kind of like a frisee salad, but like not very much frisee, just then with just um, olive oil and lemon juice on top. Let's try to recreate. It was so good. But yeah, but we just have to get, the morels won't be as good, but that's okay. I mean, they will can you
1: start harvesting some morels, please?
0: Sure. Let me run plant some. I don't know. The ones at Central Market will probably be the best. We could probably get some there. They're For sure. sure. Their mushroom inventory is insane.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it is. We also did a, cooking class outside of Siena, where we made fresh pasta. How was that? It was really fun. And the food was absolutely delicious that we made. Um, But it was our group. So there was like, you know, 10 of us and this sweet couple from Dublin. It was an incredible experience. I had to deal with a lot of my fears, uh, my germ fears, because Hmm. they have you wash your hands at the beginning, but then everybody's touching all you have 10 hands like you know, pawing at the dough and... Because you're making pasta? Yeah, we're making pasta and you know you they do the flour and the egg and the whole mm-hmm. thing and we were but then it's like you they break you into groups and you're everybody's taking their turns pounding the dough and all that and <laughs> I th- in my mind I'm like you know I know that this is going to be cooked so that's right. okay, you know. Yeah. But then we made this um panzanella salad that mm. actually uh, was the best panzanella. I've ever had in my life. Now here is the difference and we're going to we're going to post about this and we're going to make it so when I've made panzanella salad in the past, I make croutons, homemade croutons to mm-hmm. throw in because there's a bread, it's part, it's like a bread salad. Well, right. what they did is they took a couple day old stale bread mm-hmm. and you dunk the stale bread in water hmm. and you squeeze the bread like really tight, like a sponge. You squeeze all the water out, which okay. was freaking me out because you know, all these hands are squeezing <laughs> this bread and the water. The water. Yeah. So then you crumble the wet bread, Hmm. and then you add that to the salad of cucumbers, tomatoes, sliced thinly red onion. So it was very simple, and they just did um, red wine vinegar and olive oil, and then you add in that that bread, that kind of crumbled bread. Does it dry? It all together? No, no, Uh, because of the olive oil and everything. So you've already wet and you've already moistened the bread. Right,
1: but you're just putting like
2: wet. Dope. wet bread in there wet bread in the salad but it's not wet so I mean it's gross. damp bread I know and it looked okay. gross and I'll i was trust you grossed out by it and I didn't want to eat it because everybody's hands and and then I ate it and I ate every bit of it and yeah. I will make it for you all and yeah. we're going to okay. do it here because it was it was incredible
0: yeah I want to try that because I always make croutons for mine. Mm-hmm. same
2: So it was really good, except, you know, so then we get in the car and my mother-in-law and I both have that shared fear of, you know, germs and stuff like that. So we were like, she was like... Oh yeah. And I was like, it was really difficult for me. She's like, Yeah, it was, I was kind of going over some things in my head too. And I was like, Yeah. I'm like, but <laughs> but we're gonna be okay. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? We could get sick, we could just have a stomach bug, which you know, by the way, whatever, we lose a couple pounds, we're in Italy, it's fine, or we right. get a cold or something, it's fine. We're gonna survive. We we can get through this. And so she's like, Yeah, you're right. And then the next Jason came down with COVID. I you know I was
1: about to say, is that where he got COVID? Oh
2: I don't know, but I turned to him and I'm like, Like that poor couple from Dublin, you know, but um, no one else got it. So um, that's fine. And I survived, but uh, I did get some good tips. And you know what? Pasta making is so much harder than I thought when you're doing it Mm -hmm. this way. I mean, it Really? really, yeah. You made a dough ball. You let it sit for ten minutes in like a Mm -hmm. damp cloth, Mm -hmm. and then you do this motion where you put your the palm of your hand onto the dough, and then you use your other hand, your right hand, you palm it to stretch it. So you have to do that a bunch of times to start stretching it, and then you take a rolling pin and -hmm. you roll, 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 and then you stretch it again and roll, 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 and you kept doing it and doing it and doing it, and, and then it gets so big you flap it over the table, and then. Mm -hmm. And so like half the dough is hanging off the table and you keep rolling it and rolling it and then you flip it over. And so and then we cut it um, by hand into strips. And I have a picture that I can put on our site to show the finished dough product, which was really cool. Did they give you the recipes for the
0: things you made? Yeah.
2: Yeah. We have the recipes. What was the sauce
0: with the pasta?
2: Oh, that was the best. It was a zucchini sauce.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. know. Oh, yum! Yeah.
2: So they took he just took um, onions and zucchini mm-hmm. and garlic and sautéed it down, and he kept um, a bowl a big pot of salted water on mm. the stove. So mm-hmm. he would add the water to to it as everything was cooking down. Mm really slowly. They had no cream in it, but it was like the creamiest sauce. They just, they cooked it, Mm -hmm. you know, just until it was mush. And then I guess they must have, I don't know, maybe when we were... Having our aperitif or something, they might have blended it because it was creamy, you know. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was just simple zucchini from their garden. Everything was from their garden that they grew. Um, it, It was unreal. It was unreal. Well, the one thing that I thought was interesting that he did, and I asked the chef about it, he didn't speak English. He had a translator. I mean, he was real Italian. But he threw in the onions the garlic and the zucchini in a cold with olive oil in a cold pot so it was all cold then he lit the fire mm-hmm. and let it all rise together and i was like oh you're not going to saute the right. the onions first and he's like no he's like never cuz you know olive oil can overheat quickly and burn right. and all that. And they say it's more about not the bitterness of the olive oil if it burns, but the toxicity of when olive oil burns, it's mm-hmm. very, um it's very toxic for your body. So that's, that's why interesting. That. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to probably start not sauteing
0: as much. That's a good idea. Plus, it, I think the flavors would probably go together better. Mm hmm they kind of yeah. blend together.
2: One other dish I'll mention that was unbelievable which was very shocking to me. We went to this, um, restaurant called Aria, which is a steak place in Forte de Marme, which we wouldn't think you would do that on a Italian vacation, but we did. And, um, I had key lime risotto. What? No. I know. So weird, but it was the best risotto I think I've ever had. A key lime risotto with zest, but it was mm-hmm. peeled. It was like the thinnest, right. thinnest, thinnest little and you just eat it with the I mean, it was a panty dropper. I love it. Wow. There were lots of panty droppers. That reminds me of when we were
1: in Colorado, actually. So with the pizza, Jenny made lemon pasta, my mm-hmm. lemon pasta, but oh, she yeah. has mm-hmm. like perfected it and mm. done it's so delicious.
2: She cooks it better than you now?
1: I kind of think she does. Yeah. (laughs) But we lost the small microplane. We couldn't find it anywhere. Like Mm -hmm. we think maybe it just got tossed in the trash or something. So she's like, what do I do? I have to zest all these lemons. I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to peel, take the peel off. Mm -hmm. We're going to slice it thinly Mm -hmm. and then mince it up. So we had to pivot, but it actually worked out very Look well. At you. I know. And then I was making margaritas one night to go with the taco. And I said, you know, Mama Judy, where's the lemon juicer? And she's like, we don't have one of those. And I'm like, well, okay. So I'm going to sit here and juice 12 limes by hand. Yeah. And she said, grab a fork. I go, what? And she said, you don't know this trick? I said, no. She said, take the fork, put it into the lime flat, like into the Stab it, stab it, mm-hmm. and then turn it as if you were juicing. Oh, it oh. works so well. Oh, it was a great tip. Mama asked. It you, is a good tip. That
2: is a good tip. I've never heard of that before. I
1: had never either. Did you know that mom?
0: Um, I probably did, but I've never done it because I have so many juicers. <laughs> right. So I've never had to use it. It worked really well. and.
1: I was impressed. So I think that's a good tip. If you don't have a lemon juicer or squeezer or something like that, mm-hmm. you can use a fork.
0: All I have to say about all of this is that while you all were uh, traveling all over the world and the mm-hmm. country and everything, yes. I've just been at home cooking myself. For <laughs> <laughs> one,
2: Any standouts? Uh, well, I did
0: make... Um, homemade broth the other day with the four chicken carcasses that we had uh, saved and put mm. in the freezer I was in there mm-hmm. looking for some meat to cook and I went oh lord I gotta g- get rid of these carcasses in here <laughs> plus we'd put in onions and, and um, carrots, carrots and, and, tops things like and that. celery right, tops and all that so yeah so I threw it all in however you know, Courtney texted me and said, "Well, was it good?" And I texted her back and said, "You have to ask. Of course, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but I did forget to put the salt in it when I was cooking it, so it needed salt. So it may still need some. I put some in at the end, but it probably. So still you need made salt. low
2: sodium. Yeah, I made yeah, I made
0: low sodium, uh, but it's going to need salt. And I made a chocolate cheesecake uh well Ooh. actually it's a toffee chocolate cheesecake oh yeah you still have some left no I'm not I haven't served it yet because I have oh. to put a topping on it with caramel and more toffee and stuff but I'm gonna go ahead and freeze it and then when I take it out again when I take it out to serve it I'll put the I'll do the topping what are you serving it for I don't know yet I Ooh. well I had well the You know, I was just being very frugal. I had some um, cream cheese that I needed to use up because it was the expiration date was coming up. And I knew y'all would come down here and throw it out. So (laughs) I uh, went ahead and thought, well, I'll just make a cheesecake. So I just made a cheesecake. Oh, well, I can't wait. I'm going to have to have a party, I guess, so that we can eat that. Well, maybe when Courtney gets here, we'll eat it. Oh, yes. Let's do that. You did say you put that in the freezer, right? I'm getting ready to I, <laughs> okay. I haven't yet I need to do that that just reminded me to do it
2: so yeah I made that or we could make a new one when I'm there you know we could always <laughs> yeah. just I don't be any more cream cheese yeah oh no you can freeze cheesecake look at it they, yeah. oh, the stores freeze it all the time the cheesecake factory I'm just laughing because you're like oh I well I haven't yet but I'm going to I
1: and was that expiration date
2: <laughs> when did you make that cheesecake again Two days ago. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's well, fine. It's all cooked and everything now. Right. So it's good. <laughs> well, speaking of desserts, we did have a ton of gelato while we were mm. there. Oh, and, I I, and I learned something that I didn't yeah. know about gelato. Right. So from our vegan uh tour to, to guide. So... <laughs> let's just say consider the source but i do believe her on this one so you know in florence and venice so touristy you see gelato Mm -hmm. stores on every every other store right Right. and those huge mounds of gelato just so beautiful it's like the Mm -hmm. best instagram Mm -hmm. shot of just the colors and they're just these beautiful swirls apparently that gelato is shit You don't want to go to a place where it's coming out of the top of the ice cream Mm. um, container container. that is a tourist trap that's filled with water and preservatives and it's not good for you and it's not good and it's the places that they have to get in there and scoop it. That's mm-hmm. like creamy and flat, and that's the decent gelato. So we learned um, that, and we went. Or, so then we would, wherever we passed something, when the kids would want gelato, they'd be like, "Oh no, I'm not going to go to that place. That's the bad kind." So we got to search up and down these streets to find a place that didn't have the poofy gelato. So little tidbit,
0: very good to know.
2: Anything else, mom, that we missed on Viewside Drive
0: while we were gone? I mean, there's been nothing else going on here. Well, I'm so glad to see all of your little faces back stateside. Well, I'm glad to see all of you, too. Now I'm hungry after all of this food talk. I'm starving. I haven't I haven't eaten all day and I'm starving.
2: I'm going to go. Me,
1: too. I'm hungry.
2: I want to go have a um, limoncello, limoncello spritz. spritz. Yeah. <laughs> it's Me only too. 1130,
0: though. I'm not my, myself one tonight. Okay, Whit mama love you love your show love you love your show i love y'all you, love
1: your show great well until next time
2: thank you so much for listening to hey Sis, eat this if you lol'd peed your pants a little bit or even smirked please hit subscribe if you haven't already and feel free to rate and review but only if it's positive
1: also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at HeySisEatThis.com.